pluck 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 growing out the pod with Kara Manuelli and Amanda Hunt. Hey furries, thanks for tuning in to Growing Out the Pod. I'm I'm Amanda. You know what I I believe I'm Kara today. I actually am Kara today, I believe. You believe, therefore you are. Therefore I am. I is Kara. <laughs> Kara, how are you? What's up? What's going on? It, you know, it's going okay. Um, uh, this is the last week where we have Piper 24-7. She's going to daycare next weekend. Next week, so I'm kind of a little excited, but like it's going to be a little sad for me, but it's going to be happy. It's going to be good. I'm going get, to get more stuff done. It's a lot of feelings. Yeah, a lot of feelings, a lot of feelings. It's only three days a week, so it's not like for not every single day, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's weird when your your baby grows up and then has to be away from you longer. It's just a different Aww. feeling. Yeah, and someday she'll be, you know, I don't know, being president or something. Yeah, so she better be. You'll have to go live in the White House with her. I'll be the first mom. First ma'am. First ma'am. Paper, you got a little biz on you. Mom, I'm doing a press conference. Nope. She also has a Minnesota accent. Yeah, all of a sudden she just does. Because <laughs> she was birthed through me. So She spiritually got it from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you doing I, today? I got to tell you, Kara, I have, I've had to be up very early every day this week. So you'd think I'd be a cranky little monster. But I'm having a really good week. Like, I I keep waking up on the right side of the bed. Great. Um, and I don't know. I, I have no idea why. Like, I got up at 5.50 today to start working. Whoa. You know, like, I'm talking about, like, early, early. And still, I'm in a good mood. That's There's a-, a lot of good TV on right now. And I think that does, like... To, like, know that I have a treat waiting for me at the end of the day. Like, Love is Blind 2 after the altar. Ooh, I've got opinions. I do, There's too. A, oh, you do? I've only watched. Did you a, finish? I, I've i only watched the first two. I believe okay. maybe I'm There's on the third. There's only three. I think I'm, like, about to be on the third. The, I'm at the birthday party right now. I feel like the third, by the second, none of my opinions changed with the third. Like, it was worth watching, of course, but, like, the second one was where I was like, oh, my God, I hate Sal's new girlfriend. She's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's an actress. Oh, OK. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, she's a musical theater person. Mm-hmm. OK, wow. Mm-hmm. What we hate in others is what we hate in ourselves. Yep. Good to know. Like, I was so humbled yeah. by that because I truly <laughs> thought she was so annoying. And then I was like, oh, she's me. OK. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Bling Ring documentary. Do you know about no. this? No. What's this one? It's on Netflix. You know what the Bling Ring is. No. Okay, the Bling Ring is they were a little group of teens in the early aughts, I guess, who broke into celebrities' homes like Paris Hilton, Adriana Patrick. And they used social media to figure out when they would be gone. And they went in and took their stuff. And like part of it is like from a part of it was was captured because one of them was doing her own reality show called Pretty Wild. And so when she got arrested, that was like part of the show. And there's a there's a very iconic scene from it where she keeps trying to leave a voicemail for a reporter who um, who wrote about her appearance in court and saying that her shoes were like Balenciaga or something. And she was like, they were not Balenciaga. They were a little BB kitten heel. But she can't leave the voicemail because her mom keeps interrupting and like screaming (laughs) at the reporter. And so she's like. 
Nancy Joe, this is Alexis Nyers. I, mom, stop, mom, shut the fuck up. It's, I, I really recommend watching this. Okay, I will watch it. I, I love, I love me some docs. And this is, this is one of the darkest warnings about pursuing fame for fame's sake that I have ever seen. Yeah, and I have watched. There's three episodes. I have watched one. Um, oh wow! And I was already like, I'm chilled to my bones. And then Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is apparently great this week. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is back. Like, I'm also doing things in my life. Like, I'm, I'm very busy right now. Yeah. But I know at the end of my busy days that I'm going to come home and turn on something that's both trash and will make me feel like a princess. There, oh, my God. You're living your life, right? You're just an LA, LA-ian now. Not- I'm just an LA-ian. I'm just eating pink's tacos and going surfing having kombucha uh, having kombucha uh, oh my air fryer just went off from my mini beans um (laughs) mini you know just oh they're these like they're these like sandwiches kind of but they're wrapped in like almost in whatever you wrap an egg an uh, egg roll in they're wrapped in that and then you air fryer them and they're full of vegetables and they're so tasty. Yum, yum, yum. Target. yum. Mini Bings, we would fucking Mini Bing. love to partner. That's a cute name. I'd, I'd do anything to partner with Mini Bings. Okay. Um, Let's yeah. do it. So that's all that. That's, I, th- I think I'm also in a good place in my life. But really, I'm also in a good place on my Apple TV. Uh, you know, they all kind of coincide. I find that when I have shows to watch, my life is a little more in order. And when I don't have anything to watch, I feel chaos. So it's also like I'm present enough to be like I'm enjoying this TV instead of like I'm so stressed and I'm so unhappy and I'll just watch TV to zone out. Yeah. You know, I'm in a place where I can appreciate this TV. Oh, good. Well, yay, yay, yay. Yay for and television drama. And yeah, yeah, if you're a television drama, yeah. Um, Kara, what's your hair story this week? Um, what is my hair story this week? Um, I... We'll see. Um, so that oil I use on my face, the the pressed olive oil that we talked about before, uh-huh. really works well on mosquito bites. <laughs> so really, yeah, like because LA is under attack. Yeah, so I've been eaten alive every time I step outside. So every time uh-huh. I step outside, I come back in and immediately put that stuff on, and the itch goes away so fast, and the bump goes down so fast. Like I just did it right before the pod because I was outside with Piper and. I feel good now. I'm usually such an itchy mess. Like, I have the most irritated skin all the time. And so this actually is very soothing. And I'll natch. So I feel like it's a good it's a good thing. I wish it would keep mosquitoes away. Maybe it does. I haven't really slothered it on all the way. But, like, it definitely helps the, the, them bites. They go down quickly and then they stop itching real, real, real quick. I feel like how could it make mosquitoes go away when you're basting yourself with delicious olive oil? But it's ionized I don't know what that means but it's ionized and so therefore it's it's chemically altered and not I don't know not mosquito bite I mean it might be too too slippery for them to like get in there you know what I mean my skin might be too looby up slide right off they land and like and just slide down your whole leg Mm -hmm. instead of lube it's anti-lube for them well I mean it's lube for them but but they can't get it in you know what I mean? They can't get that stick. Wow. They can't put it in. She's too wet for She's you to get it in. My skin's mosquitoes. too wet for that mosquito prick. 
sorry, just giving the furries a chance to to fast forward. That. <laughs> yeah, no, I think everybody just needs to like absorb that for a second and say, Kara is being sexy with mosquitoes, and I like it. Mm-hmm. How are you? What's your hair story today? Is it sexual? Oh my gosh. I've got a million hair stories. None of them are sexual. Um, I have a, you know what? I have a recommendation, and I have something I'm looking forward to. How about that? Okay. So. There's a podcast that I sometimes really like and sometimes like, you know, there are podcasts that you're like, I always look forward to this. And then there are podcasts that are like, um, like ours. Yeah. And then there are podcasts where you're like, oh, I'll sometimes listen. Yeah. This is a podcast that when I enjoy it, I enjoy it so much. Um, It's called The Deep Dive. And it stars two famous actors, June Diane Raphael and Jessica St. Clair. And... They are best friends and they are mostly just best friends on the thing and they'll like talk about grief or talk about whatever. But on this episode, they have on one of the leading dermatologists in the country. She works in, I think, in Dallas or Houston. It's either Dallas or Houston and celebs fly out from LA to see her all the time because she's very good. And in this episode, she doesn't reveal really any of the – she has something called the suck it makeover, which is where, like, you've gone through something and she takes your skin back five years. And she didn't reveal a single fucking bit of what that is. Rude. But she did talk a lot about sunscreen and what you should wear. And she had a lot of recommendations for, like, if you were going to spend money on a big treatment, what you should do. And I should have written it down because there was one where she was like, if you're a little younger and you start this one, it's more beneficial because you'll just make more collagen. Um, Ooh. So maybe I'll go. Maybe you go back and get the part. info so you're not teasing all of us and then say. Well, I'm saying furries, go check out the whole episode because there was a lot of information about mo- the biggest information was about sunscreen. She's a sunscreen fan yeah. to infinity. Um, I've recently gotten really into I bought a fancy sunscreen I guess this is what, this is what I'll talk about because I was going to talk about moving out of laser hair removal and into my skin tober plan which is where I'm gonna really be getting on my skin in mm-hmm. October now that I'm done doing laser like a big cycle of laser hair mm-hmm. um but why don't we talk about that when I'm doing it I guess yeah wow yeah Let's not – we don't need to talk about the future. What are you, precog? Um, <laughs> Give us still something to, wor- to think about before we talk about it. So something I've been really, really into um, is – I am not – I know that I'm not going to say it right. It's the uh, – I think it's Shiseido uh, – yeah. yeah. Shiseido sunscreen is the product. And they have – because I was like – I'm trying to get better about always putting on lotion after the bath, right? Mm-hmm. But or after the shower. But in LA, I feel like I'm always in the sun, and I'm I see a lot of like sunspots and aging already. And I'm a I'm a fair fair little piece of tin foil or whatever, you know. Like I'm I'm Saran wrap. I'm melting in the sun. I'm not meant for this. So I was like, let me find a nice lotion for my skin that also has SPF. And I'm obsessed with it. It's Shiseido Ultimate Sun. Uh, and this goes without saying that we'd love to partner. Uh, Ultimate Sun Protector. Ooh, is it for face or body or all? It's it's for all. Oh, great. It's for everything. And it's so silky and it makes my skin so soft that like 
a little bit goes a long, long way. Great. You know, how, like, how, you don't have to use a ton. Is it a big, pa- big thing or a small thing? Okay, so I'm doing my hands. So it's like... Um, like an eight-ouncer? No. What is the ounces? What is the ounces? Hold on. I'm looking online. Oh, interesting. It doesn't say the ounces. It's a... Oh, it's a... I think it's 200 and... No, that's a really big thing. I think it's... I don't know how big it is. It's it's the size of a... It's maybe half a liter. Okay. Maybe half a liter of maybe less. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a decent that's amount. Good. It's 50 bucks, but like it goes on really nicely. Um, and I really like it. It's making my skin softer and it's protecting it from the sun. It is like very good with heat and water, so you're not just like sweating it right off. Great. Um, but it also is isn't clogging at my pores. Like I didn't just want to put on a sunscreen and be like, oh, okay, well my skin is protected, but also it's breaking out all the time. Yeah, that's great. I love I love sunscreen at the beach, but I feel like if I'm at the beach too many days, my skin will be like, what are you doing? Um. So I highly recommend it. I also there were a lot of less expensive recommendations that she that this dermatologist made on the podcast was one so, of them Elta MD because that's what I use and it's tinted. Kara, it was yeah, it's a really good one. It's it's more affordable and there's one for acne prone skin which I just started because while I was pregnant I was using the regular one that is for, uh, good for pregnancy and breastfeeding. And it was tinted. I used this tinted moisturizer. I do think I like the one that's not for acne because it's a little a little thicker and it gives me a little more coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're both great and I use them every day. That's like my – that is a staple that I have to have every day. And do you, you feel like it's nice for your skin yeah. too? It matches my skin. I mean, it matches my skin tone enough. Um, mm-hmm. I did see this TikTok recently and I got to I gotta find it again. But this guy found this like CVS brand uh, like – thick SPF and he's like I saw someone on TikTok do this and um you just kind of rub it into your skin and it's supposed to make your skin look like uh like kind of makeup-y and he rubbed it in rubbed it in rubbed it in and kept rubbing it It was still still very white but it did actually kind of do some sort of coverage but it was a lot caked on to him and um I don't know if it really worked but I guess there is some sort of CVS brand uh sunscreen that you can just cake onto your face and it'll eventually match your skin tone it sounds like it won't. <laughs> I, I have not it. seen evidence. I see it very closely. Also, this is like all, like none of this is skincare that's formulated for people with darker skin. Uh, right. Well. Right? Like none of the things we're recommending. We don't, but there there are plenty of products. There are though. plenty. Yeah, this one. I, I would mean, say like that skincare product specifically is for like the whitest of yeah. white people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And the LTMD actually is a little, might be a little light for me, but it, it just works a little bit. So I like it. I'm glad that I got a good one then. Yeah. she That's her favorite. She, she the fancy dermatologist yeah. who went to Duke Medical School, thank you, wow. loves You it. are welcome. Yeah. You're – okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, speaking of uh, pasty people, let's talk about – Let's talk about – Glow up. And I was on the wrong thing. Glow up. Season four, episode seven. Ding dong. This was a fabulous episode, except I'm mad about the end. Me too. At the end. Yeah, I I almost gave it away to you last night when I texted you. I was like, no, I'll just say 
I'm glad you didn't. Your text made so much sense, though, when you were like, wow, glow up. And then when I finished it today, I was like, oh, how could they? Yeah. Bit sloppy, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, but we'll start at the beginning, which is a very good place to start. Very good place to start. Thank you. That was when we sing, we begin with do re mi. When we talk about glow up, we begin with Maya's outfit, which was it was beautiful. Everybody, all of the judges were like, "It's fashion week, so we will be wearing fashions." Maya was wearing this like sheer. It was a jumpsuit, but the legs stopped, like, at her calf, but it was, like, loose-fitting, but sheer, so you could see her body, and it was, like, it it looked like a, it looked like an abstract painting put on a sheer jumpsuit and then put on a body that is, like, sculpted by the gods. It was just, and then she had a shearling jacket on top, and I was like, Maya, we don't need the shearling jacket. You you are literally a painting right now. She is the most. She is the most beautiful. Like she's just so beautiful and so cute. She's so cute. She's stunning, love. Stunning, stunning. She's just she's stunning. Sorry, my mouse died, so I need to plug in my mouse. I can't. Um, oh my god! Anything. I know you can't talk when your mouse doesn't work. I can't. How do you do it, you guys? How do you do it? Furries, weigh in on how you talk when your mouse doesn't work. It's. We're going to need some tips over here. Okay. Also, I posted to our Instagram. I love doing all my fun eye makeups, but I don't know how to take a non-insane picture of them. <laughs> like, I thought that was great. I, I, Amanda did give me some really cool eye, I'm, eyewear for my birthday um, that I need to actually try playing with uh, because I really want to wear it. It's like, a high, it's like a lime green, neon green eyeliner from – what was it, Lady Gaga's brand? It's it's Lady Gaga's brand, which is, I think, called House. House. Makeup. Yes, House. And also a gray, beautifully tinted, like, eyeshadow cream. It's beautiful. So It's going to look so good with your eyes. And once Piper's in daycare, you're going to have the time to do stuff like I'm just gonna that. I'm just going to just sit and do makeup. Honestly, coming. for one day, you should. You have non- you've been in charge of her nonstop. It's time she was in charge of herself. Yeah, it's time. It's, it's you know what is she? She's a year and a half. Yeah, rude. She can get it together, it. pipes. Not even a year and a half yet, but still very close. She's fourteen months, but still, Piper, come on, <laughs> fifteen months, something like that. Sixteen. She just turned sixteen yesterday. Wow! Happy sixteenth month birthday, mm-hmm. Piper. Mm-hmm. Sweetie girl. So, uh, every person in this opening thing is wearing like a huge coat, and then Chris is just wearing like. A camisole, basically. And I was like, is Chris, what's happening here? It made me feel so confused. He didn't seem cold at all either. I don't think he, I don't think he sweats or gets hot or gets cold. I think he's just, he's just cake. He's made of cake, loves. (laughs) (laughs) So it's London Fashion Week and we get this fabulous reel of past London Fashion Weeks and fabulous walking and glitter makeup and all these things this was a very high production value episode yes they they've got money now so they're they're in the fourth season they they got their shit together they've raided the queen's coffers love so i wish i wish that that's how they paid for this but uh, r.i.p of course um so pablo rodriguez who if you say it in british is pablo rodriguez but We'll, we'll not be saying it that way. Pablo Rodriguez. And we've got Pablo here. Uh, 
That's also British people say Rioja, like the wine. They say it Rioja. 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 Rioja with a C. Yeah, but it's like they're saying the J, but they're saying it so intensely that they're like aspirating it in the C way. It's like Rioja. Hmm. All the Rioja, love. Um, So Pablo is the judge and he's done so much in the biz. I couldn't even write it all down. It was like he's always in charge of fashion week, makeups for different designers, He also He also voices the uh, Nandor commercials or the Nandor uh, soon-to-be-out cartoon. (laughs) I'm sorry. What are you saying? So you know who Nandor is from What We Do in the Shadows? Yes. All I could hear was Nandor when he spoke. Like, all I could hear. And he had the perfect accent like Nandor does. It was just so good. And, of course, he's handsome. They're both handsome. But I was like, all I was like, oh, my God. Nandor. It does make it seem like the actor who plays Nandor is a Spanish speaker who learned how to speak English in the UK, Mm -hmm. which I think is what that accent is. is. Yeah. It's very – it's very – multi-european yeah it's like it's like an accent that's interesting because it's spanish accent with a british accent and it's just like it's really cool i was just like so enthralled by him he he, like soothed me as i watched it i i also really liked him he he was bald like mr clean and then he had so many hoop earrings that all kind of like moved when he moved and Mm -hmm. he was like very fabulous like constantly walking around in like a glitter cardigan and being like you don't have much time uh to all the makeup artists it was he was was like not afraid like most judges are like don't they like just walk by and like quietly say something he's like you're late you're going too fast you're not going fast enough you're going too slow (laughs) like he just was like I'm not gonna fucking sit around here. We actually have a show right now. Like it's a legit show. We can't just be like, this is a this is a challenge. No, they're like legit in Fashion Week, and they can't fuck around here. They lent it, it lent a lot of gravitas to the situation. It like did. I was like, these makeup artists. So their job was to apply. Pablo shows them a makeup look, and he says, "I need for each of you to do this look on two different models for the show. The brief is that you must complete at least." two models and I think they had 35 minutes to do it yeah and the look was so cool it was either bright yellow or bright turquoise depending on your assignment it was green lime it was green bright green okay well get it right me then fuck okay Kara I'm just gonna take over hey, Kara, I'm just gonna I take over the side please don't can you not embarrass me in front of the furries sorry you know what I'm just you know I'm a, st- a color stickler that's true you are a stickler for colors mm-hmm. um, um Okay, hey, we're back. Thanks, okay, guys. Sorry. So <laughs> we <laughs> All right, so it's lime green or turquoise. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Yes. And they do like that, like a big swath of that on the inside of the lid and then black on the outer part of the lid. But so it, has... it almost looks like a monarch butterfly's it's wings. Really or beautiful. And it has to kind of like fade into each other, so like the ombre itself into it without like a star mm-hmm. line. And it's really pretty. I love the colors I chose. Um, yeah. And the lips had to be kind of a dark purple. Yeah. Like almost black. Yeah. And that's that's like a really specific look and difficult to see what he did and then do it on a bunch of different faces. And for some people, that's not what happened to them. They nope. didn't get past one face. Yep. Um, do you know, they were using this thing to put on the like bright the color. The color, they were using this brush that looked like a toothbrush. Yeah, they and have those. all of them were using it. And I was like, what is it? They have those. I've seen them. They're, they're, they're usually used for contouring. 
those are the, like the contouring ones. You see different shapes, the different sizes of those. Um, it's like a sponge. So what they probably did was like it's perfectly – you'll get the exact same amount of pigment on the sponge and you can kind of stamp it on the face is what I think they were doing. Um, mm-hmm. It's like one of those wands that – yeah, like a toothbrush, but it's a, it's a soft um, sponge on the end. And a lot of people use that for contouring. They have different sizes, different shapes of it. Um, I almost bought a pack recently, but um, – I'm very seduced by that because I feel like I always put on a bold eye and then I fuck it up and then I have to blend it and then it's a whole different mm-hmm. look, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. interesting. I don't have the right. I don't have the right enough right amount of uh, brushes for my eyeshadow. Like I have like a brush that comes with like a kit. I need to like really mm-hmm. get in there and figure out what do I what do I what do I try to do with this eye? And I would like to get more creative. Well, I use brushes. I have brushes. I bought like a little mini set because I, but I usually still use my fingers. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really have the dexterity to do brushes. Yeah. And also I, f- I don't, re- I forget to like powder my under eye and I get the pigment oh. all over me. And that's, we've learned, oh, it's a common problem. If you are putting on a bold powder any place on your face, powder underneath it so you can brush it away so it's clean. Yep. So that's that's the number one takeaway from this show and really in my life. Yeah, I feel point. like I've, that's the biggest lesson I've learned ever in my lifetime, too. Yeah. No wonder I'm in such a good mood all the time now. I don't have to spend all that time getting rid of the under powder. Yeah. God. So um, Nancy is so excited. Yang Chen is, like, experienced in this. Like, she majored in fashion in, in college, and she – her sister – was a model and so she did a bunch of mod like she's already done this a lot yes she's just she's used to this mm-hmm. and it's funny when they when they in the beginning of the show or like during the shows when they do like another like let's get to know this artist a little more they always do the same makeup <laughs> it's always the same makeup but they, it's a different fact about them but it's always a slow mm-hmm. motion of doing the same thing and then we end up with the reveal of, oh we saw that like two weeks ago like it's the same <laughs> yes, look the same cool face but like they're you're learning just something new about them i'm like well can they just like change it up and like do different ones but i guess they didn't or we could time. just learn something new about them without having with, like maybe with old old makeup like from their instagram or whatever yeah. it doesn't have to be that same slow motion <laughs> putting the makeup on it very close to the cheeks let's look at the pal- how they stroke like uh, the slow motion gets me every single time i'm like oh my god they're doing the slow motion again oh we're learning oh that means as though it's gonna be a different reveal yep it's like here comes the story okay story time now um we're gonna see oh wait what is a reveal oh i've seen this same same thing it's never a surprise anymore Never try to never reveal a story to Kara if she's already heard it. She'll be so fucking mad. You can't imagine. Mm-mm, I know. Um, also, something Yang Chen said that I really liked is she was like, oh, I don't understand why I can't do high fashion makeup every day. So she did. And that's why she always looks like so she is fierce and cool. Stunning. And every time she changes her eye makeup, I'm like, oh, my God, her eyes are so pretty. Like, she's got beautiful. I love her lids. I just love the way she knows how to work her eyes. They're just so – it's so beautiful. Her whole, her whole face. Like, she did this thing during the smaller challenge with her blush where it was like – it was very red blush, but it was like more just at the temples. Mm-hmm. And it it was like it was so chic and like subtle, but also so artfully applied. Like I don't know how she did it, and like you know, it's perfect for her face. Like even just trying to like recreate that on yourself, yeah, would be hard because it's not the same. She's <laughs> also very beautiful. Like her sister's a model, and it's like yeah, they could they get it. Bo- I mean, she could be a model too, and she also has like the an artist's hand. Like she's so precise, and like. 
It's just oh, she's amazing. Look, we're in love with Yang Chen. Okay. What do you want us to say? Can we partner she's, with her? Let's just partner with Yang Chen. Yang Chen, we fucking lose our minds to partner. Oh, so they have had fifteen minutes, and everybody's still in their first girl, and Pablo is not happy. He's not happy. No, he's not. He's worried about Nance's symmetry, which her symmetry is a little off. Like, uh, in the middle. But it's yeah. also, like, when they're worried about that midway, it's like, I don't know. They still have to blend. Yeah, but when they're 15 minutes away and they're not even, like, that close, I would be worried, too. Because she's got to do a whole other person. And on top of that, like, it's not um, it's not symmetrical. So she's going to keep doing that for the, the next round. Like, she's got to get it right once at least. So yeah, I can imagine why true. he'd be nervous. I'd be nervous. I okay so Nancy had like a little talking head where she was like I always think of myself as the underdog and not including this episode not including this episode she's been crushing it most of the season Mm -hmm. so I think it's like very funny that she thinks of that and I wonder like do all artists have this like me against the world mentality where we're like people don't get how interesting I am and how cool and clever I am like I know she also is black in the UK and like it's all that's a whole different thing yeah. that I don't understand but I was like underdog you're freaking she's a like she's you're you're a juggernaut yeah and she's <laughs> so it's funny too. she has that narrative yeah you know maybe she's, she's had fucking she had that, had that narrative because I probably that's how she grew up it's like I'm mm-hmm. always the underdog I'm always behind a little bit unfortunately and she's I don't consider her an underdog I never have so no um, the underdog – I don't think there was an underdog mm-hmm. in this competition. Like, other than the person who counted themselves out yeah. at the very beginning, I feel like everybody's been pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. Even Chris, who you know that I have a personal vendetta against for absolutely no reason, um, is – they're all so talented. Well, Chris, during this challenge, he actually does an amazing job, like – Pablo's like, this is amazing. It's so beautiful. He's just taking so long. Mm-hmm. It was probably like he said it probably, well, it might have been the best, but it was just, he was but too he sweet with his But he only time. got one model done, and by the time he was ready for the second, all the other models already had their makeup done. So these makeup artists were racing against not only each other, but like the real makeup artists who were hired for yeah. the show. Yeah. Um, also, I just, we just have to say, Dom was wearing like a yellow throw scarf thing and had these like big round glasses and I was like is Dom a minion (laughs) he looked he looked just like a minion and I liked it he was worried that he was gonna like do I have to get my brushes am I gonna have to do this because everyone was failing so bad or they were going so slow he's like I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to fill in he's like I'm embarrassed of my children I must and I this. was like, I want him to get his breath. Like, I want to watch Dom do this look. I you know, like, I, I just want, I want to see everybody's skills. Yeah. So, um, Chris, like, helps Yang Chen. Nancy, she finishes one model and Pablo has to fix it, which is tough Really stuff. tough. She was like, oh, she goes, I feel sick. Which yeah, I would, too. I would be throwing up. Yeah. No question. And yeah. so then they, like, go watch the fashion show. And Val Val makes this big thing about, like, there's nowhere to hide in a fashion show. Everybody can see the flaws if there are any. But it's, like, we know from stage makeup, like, the further away you are, the less it matters. Honestly. Like, I feel like a fashion show is lower stakes. I mean, I guess with the camera in the face, if they get up there. But, like, honestly, like, the the difference on, on Nancy's 
eyes, I probably wouldn't have noticed. I mean, I didn't really get a good view of it, but I would have noticed it from afar. Yeah, I I agree. I also feel like Nancy's, like, sparkle was missing a little bit this episode. Was last episode the absolute fucking bullshit elimination? Yes. Where... Yeah, where Rachel they pit went Nancy away. and Rachel against each other when yeah. it absolutely should have been Chris. Chris. Yeah. Um. So I wonder too if if she's like a little downtrodden. Yeah. Her fr- her best friend was gone, and like she had to and go it against felt a little her. unfair. Yeah, I, I in think my so too. opinion. Um. Yeah. So that because like she's been killing it this whole time, and I was very surprised she was the one who had the most trouble, and then. Yang Chen says something about this being her favorite of the industry challenge. Are all the short challenges called industry challenges? I don't know that I picked that up. I don't think I knew any of them. As, as they're calling instead of short challenges, they call them the industry challenge. I guess it is. Like they work within their industry of like what they're supposed to do. Because you're in the industry. These other ones are all these like final challenges are all their own, their own, you know, designs. It's not industry standards. It's their standards. You know what I mean? Maybe that's why they're called. I don't know. I guess they're called industry challenges and we never got it. Because there's no, there are no chirons on anything. There's no chirons. But also, not once do I remember them saying, oh, well, such and such did well in the industry challenge, but not in the long challenge. Like, I just, I am very humbled for, to find out episode seven, the industry, it's called the industry challenge. I never knew that either. I didn't pick that up. I missed that too. So, yep. I miss it a lot. Ding dongs, we are. Ding dong. Uh, <laughs> just two ding dongs. We are ding dongs. So, um, Val and Dom tell everybody they're proud of them, um, and then they have to go in the next day, and that's when the judges talk about them. So it's like usually they come in, they know exactly where to go, but this time they have to like hang out on the couches with Maya, being like, "Ha ha, who's gonna be in the red chairs?" But it's also like. Of you can imagine. I bet chairs. Nancy knew she was because obviously she had that issue, and I can imagine she didn't sleep that night. I can imagine none of them slept that night. I bet they haven't been sleeping well this That's whole time. That's true. But Yang Chen and Lisa both got a second model done. They did, and Chris and Nancy didn't even start on a second model. And so it's like, okay, well then that's who's in the red chairs. Yeah, it's like that's—it's a given. I it, they try to like. I just feel bad for these makeup artists. To be like, yeah, we're just waiting to find out who's in the right. Maybe the models were late and they were like, I don't know, just do like a deliberation or something while we wait. Yeah. Just get it on camera. <laughs> and then Maya shows them there's a Vogue Runway Instagram account and all their makeup is on it, which is cool. It's so great. Once again, social media playing a prevalent role on Glow Up. So... Um, also, while the judges were talking, one of them said Lisa faffed about too much, and I do think we should start saying faffed about. They faffed about too much. I like it. Ugh, I'm sorry I'm late. I was faffing about. And it's like conflab too. I like that one a lot, too. Oh, I love conflab. No, that, that's something I heard in another show, too. It was a British show, and I heard them say conflab, and I was like, do we just not say it here? I've heard I it. mean, I think faffing and conflab are maybe British slang. Well, we'll bring it over here. We'll say it. Faffed it up. You faffed it up, Amanda. You faffed it up. But I don't. It doesn't mean fucking up. It means like you're diddling, diddling, diddling. Yeah. Like it's like, um, oh, I I went shopping today. Did you get anything? No, No, just faffed faffed around the store. I faffed around. 
faffed around a bit because I had a thing at two and I was. I there think at if one. I said that to anyone else, it'd be like you, you farted. It. I think of it as masturbating. So. <laughs> <laughs> I faffed myself. Um. <laughs> And then I like a conflab. All right, cool. I conflab. Great. With so myself. we're That's... kind of doing a fun. Stay tuned for just conversations with us where we start doing that. We'll do a glossary <laughs> at the end of each <laughs> the end of each pod. We absolutely will not. <laughs> <laughs> That's a promise. I can promise you we won't do. So <laughs> Yangshen is the winner, and like the prize, I thought was cool. Yeah, she gets to do a, a assistant shoot with Pablo. In a future editorial shoot. They really are like, you want to be a makeup artist? This show's not going to just help you get like followers or whatever. We're going to help you make connections and get training and stuff I like was that. curious I though. Really I w- cool. When I watched that happen, I was like, do you think she's like, he's like, sometime uh, we'll do this one time. And it's like, do you think they're going to do it? Like there's no video. There's going to be no like videoing it or you know there's it's just just me like he's gonna call her up and be like hey I, can we do this one or you know what I mean is, does he have to follow through there's gonna be no like who's gonna catch up on that who's gonna make sure that happens you know that's a great question that's a great question asked in the funniest way you know sometime I'd love for you to assist me maybe yeah. keep oh I will definitely text you yeah. or find you on social because they're not gonna because the other ones they they did it immediately after they're like okay you're gonna you're gonna join me on this today you're gonna join me on the show today you're gonna help me on the set she couldn't join him on that show because she was doing this show no I know but like during the other challenges people were able to do that day he's just like sometime I'll see you sometime I don't have anything planned yet for you but you think Pablo's gonna blow her off I don't. I don't think so. But like, what if he de- he doesn't have? To, who's gonna account for that? Who's gonna be like, oh, he lied? No one's gonna. No one's gonna. Ca- no one's gonna like keep him accountable. Who's watching the watchers? You know, like it's, <laughs> yeah. Who's judging the judge? Exactly. That's and a great you know, point. I think he probably does call her, but because you know she's amazing. But I don't know. I just thought of that like that. She's like, oh, cool. But how do how do I cash that in? How do I cash that in? That's what I'd be worried about. I was like, so do I call him or does he call me? Like, how do we know this? I would be worried about that. Carrie, you're getting me today. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I worry about those things, you know? I worry about the, yes. I worry about the irrelevant things. Young Chin, since I'm sure you're listening, please let us know. Yeah. Please let us know what's happening. Today, I, I feel like I just blew out my hand. Mm-hmm, I did. <laughs> I blew you blew right out up. your hand? I blew up my headphones. Oh. Um, not my hand. I wasn't faffing myself. Calm down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> faffy. Faffy. Oh, okay. darling. Okay. So, yeah. Yongchen's the winner. Yongchen and Lisa are not are in the blue chairs. Nancy and Chris are in the red chairs. So they have 15 minutes less, which really sucks. And the, the brief today for the main challenge, or the artistic challenge, which is what they should call it, <laughs> maybe they do call it that, fuck me. I don't know. They don't have um, any, they don't have any, what are those things called? Chirons. Chirons. They just don't have any Chirons. How do we know anything There's without no the Chirons? chirons? I still so have, stupid. Like, I still <laughs> even, like, chirons. will, like, be like, okay, are they going to show me their name? No? They're not even going to help me spell it? Like, <sighs> yeah, you got to Google. Rude. Anyway, continue. So, 
<laughs> the challenge is to produce a look that points to a moment of rebellion in their own lives, which, like, all these challenges are the same. Yeah. All these challenges are, like, do art. Do an art. That's makeup. Do an art. And I do, I think that it's harder and probably intentionally vague so that they, because, like, that's a much harder challenge than, like, something specific, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, create an alien is something specific. Yeah. Show me rebellion is, like, so first you have to, like, figure out what that means to you, and then you have to figure out how you want to interpret it. It's a lot of steps. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, And I wish so much that Chris's rebellion had to do with cake. I It almost then, did to me. It kind of did. Well, then he was like, Croy, I grew up really religious and I'm gay and I felt really sad about it and had nightmares. And I was like, now I feel bad. Yeah. For thinking, for wishing that it was cake. But I do wish it. Um, and Maya and Nancy do affirmations in the mirror together. And it's I thought really it was sweet. nice. sweet. I was so happy for them. I mean, I think Maya is so like, She's just so happy to be around these people and so loving and like she's trying to she's trying to be the mama bear. And she's a great host. Mm -hmm. Like I attended, I won't say the specifics. I attended something, I took part in something with a host that was not good and set the audience up to believe that everybody they were going to see would be bad. What? It's a whole thing. But Part of being a good host is making both the people you're, like, emceeing for or whatever and the audience feel comfortable and, like, they're in good hands. And Maya is an expert at it. She is. She's great. And she she's, feels, like, a humble on their level. Like, she doesn't try to be better than them. She's not like, mm-hmm. even though I look like a queen and I'm beautiful, I'm not going to be uppity. I'm really, I'm really down to earth. Really like. Yeah, and like treats them like humans, like people, and like fellow artists. Yeah, you know, and it's it's cool. It's yeah. very nice to see. Yeah. So everybody is prosthetics mad this season. They're cuckoo for prosthetics. <laughs> show me a rebellion where you don't rebel. Show me where you rebelled against prosthetics would be my. Oh my god, they need to, to do that next. Because every effing person except Yang Chen used prosthetics so whatever so then they're doing the makeup and the, uh, my favorite favorite part of all of this so chris is doing like a stained glass thing and we can get into the specifics in a second but when um pablo kind of pablo kind of goes through the the room and is like how are you doing how are you doing and he was like oh chris interesting why are you doing white lines when there's black lines on your you you have them as black on your like mock-up or whatever and or your like look board and Chris was like oh I'm doing them white and then I'm gonna paint over them in black and Pablo Pablo's like okay mm-hmm. and then he runs he runs Sprints. back to the table and throws his little hands up and goes dumb when you see what Chris is doing you're gonna freak out and I was like I want to sit with Pablo yeah you were like <laughs> why can't I be in the middle of that like that's exactly my kind of energy is like just being a complete little bitch. Little gossip. Little gossip. Uh, <laughs> and Dom was like, he almost died. He actually fell over and um, almost passed out when he He did news. freak out. He, he did freak out. It was a very bad choice. Um, it looked like total fucking shit. Like, Pablo wasn't wrong, but, like, the glee with which he was able to convey it was, it, it's like he and Dom are obviously friends. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Like, it was cute. I liked it. Um, Nancy is, uh, part of her rebellion is, like, um, against Western culture, and she's, or, like, Western standards of beauty. Beauty, yeah. And she's trying to do baby hairs, like, all over her model's face, and they're not staying down, and it's, like, taking up so much of her time, and it sucks. Yeah. Um, also, I wrote, Maya would be a great narrator of Into the Woods, because she's always, like, five minutes gone. Like, <laughs> I've never seen that show. What the fuck, Kara? Are you I, serious? I wasn't a musical theater major, okay? I was just an acting major. So I pretended you know, like you know, I just, knew it, and I and you believed me. I don't think I <laughs> had a thought of whether or not you had seen it or not. I just was sure you were, You sure I didn't. I never said I didn't. Person. And I never, yeah, I never made you doubt it. I'm going to tell everybody. I wish our class had a slack so I could blow you up right now. <laughs> oh, they'd be so happy to hear that. <laughs> okay, well, it's not really worth the very long walk of me explaining why she'd be a great narrator of Into the Woods, but if you know the show and you know Maya, you know calling out five minutes gone, one one midnight left is, uh, it's that's lines from Into the Woods. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, that's, and that's your loss. That's, I, actually, you know what, Karen and I are supposed to hang out tonight, and instead of doing what we were going to do, maybe we'll watch the old PBS recording of the original Broadway cast of Into the Woods, starring Bernadette Peters and Joanna Gleason. Thank you. Oh, great. Okay, I got some wine, so I'll be fun. <laughs> I'm going to drink it. Drink it and sing along. Because I know the songs. I do knew, I knew know the songs. So all, all you y'all know sing. the songs? Y'all You're sing tr- it all the time. You are a trickster. But I actually don't know. You know them. I mean, I don't know them know them. Like, I might know them if you say something I'm like oh that sounds familiar but I wouldn't sing him I would be able to sing him with you <laughs> anyway I, I told you I was having a good day did I just make it home well some days just can't be perfect Amanda not everyone has to know every musical yeah my day was good and then Kara didn't know one of the musicals that I like and now I don't I'm calling it I'm I'm done oh no she's uh, depressed okay I'm sorry Oh. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> young guys, we're, we're having good fun, and I think this is like so boring. To li- the listeners are like, "Can we? Can we get to it, please? You guys are makeup looks and that. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, Young Chen is reviewed first, and her look was inspired by Alexander McQueen, who's like her favorite designer, and it was his last, um, his last like collection, which I saw at, um. At the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Ooh. It was there a few years ago, and I went to the collection. It was either at the Met or at the MoMA. I don't remember. Okay. But it was – I remember the the Ooh. collection, and it was so – Stunning. Like, beautiful. It, it's – I don't know a lot about fashion, but I. it's always so cool to see, like, the art that can be created with clothes. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, she and, did a great job, too, and – it looks like she painted it in a way that I'm like, is it on the side? Does that like look like bark? I think it's supposed to look like leather, um, like velvet that's been, cr- you know how if you paint, push velvet one way, it's darker. Oh, and if you push yeah. it the other, it's lighter. Yeah. I think it's supposed to create that effect. Okay. Because I think this is all like fabrics. And then she did mud around the outsides to create this like burlap kind of texture. And then incorporated the model's own blonde hair, which is like just a plain blonde short haircut, into the look so that it looks like intentional. It's really 
it's really it's cool. It's really beautiful. It is really, 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 really beautiful. And the la- she puts this lace on the. It's like so symmetrical what he, what she does. It it's like almost looks like a lizard person, but like also made of made of um, material. Like it's just a fabric. It's beautiful. Yeah, it looks like. It almost looks like. I don't know, like a like a um, anthropomorphized robe or something but not in this not in a beauty and the beast silly way yeah and guess what she gets she gets no critiques from val because she gets a ding dong darling she gets the biggest ding dong ever because she doesn't need any other critiques she doesn't need any other critiques um i think pablo says it's like a fashion butterfly unfolding out of the, a model or maybe i said that i don't know maybe there's no probably you I, I, that sounds like an amanda thing <laughs> it sounds so stupid <laughs> <laughs> they love it i love it kara loves it we all mm-hmm. love it okay and then let's <laughs> okay we shouldn't laugh because it's mean to laugh chris it's still better than I could do. It's still better than I could do. It's still better than you I could what? do. You know what? So true. So Chris, Chris's thing was about like his moment of rebellion was around his religious upbringing clashing with his sexuality. Very deep. He has this pre-made prosthetic. He's trying to make it look like a stained glass window on this person. And if he had succeeded, I still don't know that I think I, that I would. The concept itself. I really like the concept. It makes sense to me. I, I don't understand why they're why the horns like because it's so anti that's so anti that's like a de, de, like a, it's the idea of the demonic because if you're gay you have these demons you're a de, you know what I mean and so he's kind of saying he's fighting against the church by putting these stained glass windows and then he has the prosthetic horns to be like no this is not you know he's rebelling against it so I get the picture okay and that makes a lot of sense <laughs> I was like I've never seen a stained glass window shaped like that. So I'm having a real day, I guess. Yeah. But I'm teaching that, a lot of That makes a lot of sense. Um, so it is cute. Like, it, it looks kind of like, what is that? A Furby kind of feel? But it's but it's not. I mean, it's got the horns. And they're they, he made them himself. Again, the, all his prosthetics he makes at home. Um, but he makes them at home, which makes a lot more work to get them to fit on a model's head because he doesn't know the head shape. And when he was putting them on his model, <laughs> squishing the eyes and pulling them back so he had, like, looked like he had a face, the model's eyes were first like really pushed down and then all of a sudden they were up and they looked like he had like a facelift. It was really funny. <laughs> it also, he just wasn't very careful with his yeah. model, which I yeah. think is not, I never like to see that. Yeah, agreed. Um, and then it's all just, really sloppily done the colors are beautiful he also for no in my opinion for no reason added this like chunk around the chin that i guess is supposed to be the frame of the window Mm -hmm. or something it's a continuation of the ears i see it but it looks like the beard that dwight's cousin mose has (laughs) on the office like it just looks like a very strange chin strap beard what's also not uneven you can the a little bit it's a little Mm -hmm. uneven on there and you can see the white lines through the black lines you can Um, it looks like it's not finished it looks like it if my kid made a paper mache head like this in art class and they didn't want to be an artist when they grew up, I'd be so impressed with this. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it looks like paper mache on his head. It looks like he yes. just paper mache his head. Um, the concept is good. The execution is not great. And Dom said, you tried to do a five or six hour job in two and a half yeah. hours. You set yourself up for failure. I mean, I think you should have kept the white. The white was fine. I know that it's not what was his mock-up, but like honestly, the white could was pretty. It was a stark difference between the outside of like the border, and I thought that was kind of was cool. Like bring brought light through, you know. I don't know. And the white was cleaner. It was so like, clean. Everything, even he's done like on the prosthetics, he's painted them black, but you can see the white still poking through. Yeah. Because he just didn't he didn't have the time to do it all, and like Dom saying that. It was, like, good context because I feel like that's a very human instinct to be, like, I'm going to execute this huge, huge thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make it all this. And, like, you forget, like, each step takes time. Allow yourself that time. Yeah. And there's a clock in the middle of his forehead. So he should have paid attention to that. Some people might think it's it's not a clock. It's it's more stained glass. But, Carrie, you've been spot on with the interpretation of this look (laughs) soup to nuts. So... I trust you. Yum, yum, scrumptious. Um, oh, yeah. So, okay. So Nancy's Nancy's was rebelling against westernized standards of beauty, and she has done braids coming out of the model's head. and Kind of looks like a Medusa feel. Yes. And then done some baby hairs, but most of the baby hairs she wanted – have ended up not being on there she's also done like a lumpy prosthetic on the chin and one across the opposite cheek Mm -hmm. and then the paint work is like purples and blues and whites and I guess orange and pink and yeah the orange didn't pop they were really obsessed with this orange color that's kind of on her nose and they were really disappointed that you can't see it and actually in this picture you really can't tell it's orange um, as much um, it kind of looks like bronzer. Yeah. And if they would have, if she would have, I think the hair, since it's not like a lot of hair, it does kind of look a little, she didn't get to finish though. She was, she was behind on time and she just couldn't finish. I think it was, I think it's a really great concept and it really makes sense to me. And I love the baby hairs that she put on her face and like embracing that's part of her. That's part of a beauty of a different race, you know, like that should be incorporated too. And I, I love what her message was because yeah, the beauty, beauty standards are ridiculous here. Um, in the world and well, they're um, you know based on white supremacy white supremacy yeah so this is nice to see that and I just think it could have been executed better but I again she still did better than I could do <laughs> I mean I think the execution is beautiful the, I the get color the, is I great get their the color is um, that like it's very symmetrical too she did needed to so she's so symmetrical because she wasn't symmetrical mm-hmm. in, the, in the industry challenge she now is um very symmetrical and Pablo does say that this was very very good um, yeah I, I think their critiques were fair and yeah. Nancy said she felt that the critiques were fair but like I still think this is pretty pretty beautiful it's and pretty, pretty special it is I think it just looks a little unfinished yeah that's which, all it's like it's still missing something but like I I think it's still great and we only have four makeup artists left. So, like, it's like, yeah, we've got one huge, giant fucking mess. And Pinata. then, like, Nancy doesn't look as – oh, my God. That's what – that is – that's accurate. And then Nancy's just doesn't look that polished. Yeah. Um, I don't say polished. It's just unfinished. Yeah. It, it, it looks it looks unfinished. Yeah. It is polished. You're right. And, like, the – 
it's interesting too the way she's played with like textures because the blues on the model's face are very matte yeah but like the orange is shinier and Mm -hmm. it's like I don't know. I think there's cool stuff there. They said they wish she'd spent more time on the makeup and less time on the hair, which, which in a makeup challenge is a fair criticism. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Oh, Lisa's. Mm-hmm. I, my God. Lisa was in, inspired by female writers throughout history who had to write under a male pseudonym. And it is fucking cool. Yeah. It's really, a really beautiful art piece. Like, it's a... Um, it is an art piece to me. Like, I feel like this could be in a museum. So she's taken, once again, a prosthetic, fucking of course, uh, and done parchment paper on one side of the model's face and then handwritten the names of, like, the male writer name and then crossed it out and written the real writer's name. Mm-hmm. Handwritten on the model's face. This is, like, incredible precision work. So, I mean, there's not a mess up there. Like, I would just – I it would be a mess for me. I would just mm-hmm. probably fall over and die because I could not get – I couldn't even get one letter out without, like, smearing no. it. Or, like, making it be – she said she wanted to do it that way because it will go better with the contours of the model's face. Yes. And Maya was like, good fucking luck, but she did it. It looks great. And then the rest of it is, like, these splotches of – Paint. Greens and pinks and blues and and then she has pasted a quill onto or a feather onto her model's chest and then drawn the quill part of it. So it looks like the quill is like inside of the model and like coming out of her. It's really right the heart. It's really, 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 really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that they Dom isn't that excited about it. Um Pablo really thinks it's three different pictures kind of put together. It's kind of redundant, he believes, but it's beautifully executed. And, of course, Val, she fucking loves it. It's a so, ding-dong. Oh, my gosh. It gets a ding-ding-dong-dong. Um, I thought it was very telling that the two, I believe, male judges were like, I don't see why that's, like, an interesting thing. Yeah. And it, but it, and it also gave me a lot of sympathy for Nancy because all the judges are white. Yeah. You know, like, I just feel like it's really hard to judge people fairly without, like, really checking what your criteria are. Like, are your criteria, like, do I feel myself represented in this? Or do I, you know, like, are you moved, are you moved by stuff that's, like, more about you than about them? That's true. Which is fine in art, but... Stuff, but also like something to interrogate in yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's funny because when they once they're all done, they do the little conflab with all three of them together, um, and they kind of just talk about what's going on. Um, if, what, what is we saying? The men think oh, Lisa's- Val, Val's outfit looks fucking ding dong. She's got this like this like white loose fitting sheer prairie dress with red flowers over like black sleeves and then Dom's fucking sweatshirt was lip liner oh yeah I loved it I loved it see if we could find that online just wear it oh I will tell you right now I bet you I can't afford one single thing that Dom wears probably not no probably probably not you can afford one I don't think so I don't think so (laughs) 
I do not think so. So everybody's getting ding-dongs from me. Um, so they come back in and tells them all they should be proud they've come as far as they have. Chris, you went against the norm and you did break all the rules, but you lacked precision. Nancy, you told an important story, beautiful, but we would have liked your makeup to be bigger and bolder. And for that, only that reason. They make that so clear. Yeah. You are also going in. And I wrote, if Nancy goes home, it's bullshit. I agree. She better this not is fucking like, go home. Honestly, they shouldn't have even had a face off. It's not even close. She's so, like, oh, this was so bad. You're, we're just going to, we're going to skip the challenge, the twin challenge. Sorry, Chris, you're going home. Like, be like, there's a face-off. Chris, you go in the room first and then just close the door and lock it. <laughs> like, he's he seems very nice, but it was not close. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Kara, and then when we see what the face-off is, I couldn't believe it. I love that idea. I, like, want to do it myself. Another set of identical twins. Oh, yeah, I know. Amanda, every time she poops her pants a little bit. <laughs> I just, like... How many sets of identical twins in the UK want to be on this reality show? If you were one, I, I would want to do it. Wouldn't you? I, I don't even know. I just don't understand how there are I, – I don't understand where they're getting them from. I mean, from a factory, obviously. <laughs> it's, the, it's the identical twins glow up factory in um, the I, UK. I mean, that's really dark, but, like, it is funded by the BBC, so it's possible. Yeah. Um, I loved this. I thought this makeup challenge was so cool. Yeah, it was. They had to do a um, high fashion makeup black oval eye. Mm-hmm. It was really, really pretty. Like something like, it's like almost like the swan back in the day when we watched the, the um, with uh, Natalie Portman back in like 2012. Oh, black swan. Black swan. It was like that kind of eye makeup. The swan is that makeover show where they redo your, oh, yeah. they do plastic <laughs> surgery on you. They change you as a person um, yeah. to fit male standards. Yeah, no, it is, um, yeah, it was like the black swan, that kind of like really, but it was more oval than like sharp. Um, it was, it was like a little bit like soft at the edges and like a black under eyeliner. So it's the high fashion black oval eye. And, so they get started, and Chris immediately makes her his twin look like the Hamburglar. Mm-hmm. And also, okay, Kara, not to knock these twins' face, but this makeup did look bad on them. I think it just wasn't – I don't think it looked bad on them. You don't? I no. mean, they didn't have any other makeup. So there was no other makeup on them. They didn't have their hair styled. It was just like them in like sweats and like, hey, let's put some let's put some raccoon makeup. Yeah, it, it doesn't and they go had with very anything. Thin eyebrows mm-hmm. or very fair eyebrows. So they didn't so. get they, those weren't done. If they do the eyebrows, it probably look really really good. Like, That's that. May, I was like, I want to do this, and then I looked at it on the twins, and I was like, maybe I don't want to do this. Um, but maybe I'll do it because I'm going over to Kara's tonight. So maybe I'll do it just to go to your. Then we'll take a picture. So we need to do more pictures on our on our Insta. That's very true. And I'll take a picture as crazy as I can. Make sure with my eyes. Um. So <sighs> Chris starts to look like the Hamburglar. Nancy's laying down powder um, to avoid the fallout. To avoid the fallout. So when they conflab, Val and Dom are like, they've both done really well. Neither has nailed the symmetry. But it's, but it's very close. But it comes out to the, but, but so when they finish, yeah, they finish, that's like, 
I think I think Chris's is more round, is a little more ovally, and I think Nancy's is a little more little more angular, mm-hmm. but looks good on their models. Like it's meant for their face. Like their face, it looks good to me, um, minus all the other makeup that should be there. But uh, it, I think the biggest thing they're looking at is fallout, and the only person that had the fallout, unfortunately, was Nancy's. Well, we don't know that. We do know they that. They don't tell us who goes home. You, no, no, no. But we do see the model whose eyes has a fallout. And it's clearly Nancy's. But they don't tell us who won. They don't, they don't, tell, they don't us. tell us. So, so they leave us know. hanging. They leave us hanging. But the but if they say, Nancy goes home, I'm mad. I think that's why they're like, oh, should we wait to, to pull the trigger so she can yeah. get another episode? <laughs> well, they were also like, oh, let's make people tune in. Um... I couldn't believe they didn't tell us who won. I know. I was so mad. Yeah. It's a little annoying, and I really hope, because I, I think they both looked really good, but um, Chris had the more oval shape. <laughs> um, but Chris's looked worse. Ugh. His blend wasn't soft. No, it wasn't soft. I think she looked, hers looked really good. I think hers was great. I think all of hers, I think all of them was good. I just think I just she think had the better makeup artist. She is. No, hands down. I just think there was like a tad bit of follow on hers. I think that's what they're talking about. I'd really still hope mm-hmm. they pick her on her, pick her to, to win, but I don't, I don't know. I'm nervous. We don't know. We can't control it and we can't find out until next week and you guys will find out when we do or if you or just watch the episode, you could immediately watch it right now Yeah, and know, but and we, we don't know. We don't know. And I'm kind of, I'm, I'm actually kind of nervous about it. I'm sweating. Oh, okay. Let's hope Nancy makes it. Furries, we love you. By the time you listen to this, Mercury will be out of retrograde, and I hope you're all feeling that energy. Yes, let's get out of this retrograde and let's get out of this retrograde and get into something. Get into the or forward grade. I don't know what is that. What's not? What's opposite of retro? I think it's just grade. Just it. Just a grade. Just give me an A, please. Give me an A for. Adios. Adios. Bye. Bye, Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growingoutthepod. Have a great day. And remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing Out the Pod.